everyone, this is Ryan with Product Hunt Radio. I'm here with Eric, David, and Sarah. What's up, guys? Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for coming. You guys only, your office is only a couple blocks away, right? Exactly two blocks away. Exactly. Yeah. Right next to the Grove, one of my favorite places to eat. I think I ran into you there once. You were sitting there yes. eating and I came up and you had no choice but to talk to me. I know. Actually, I was uh, meeting with Stephen. That was, that might have been the time when I was meeting Stephen before they invested in Product Hunt, Andrews and Horowitz, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. So tell us, you guys are with Secret, which everyone on the show probably knows, um, but maybe quick intros? Sure. So... Um, yeah, I'm David, um, uh, co-founder and CEO um, and engineer at Secret. And Secret engineer. <laughs> secret engineer, secret agent engineer. And Sarah? I'm Sarah Hyder. I am an engineer at Secret. I work mostly on Android. Only? A, you're like Lately the, more, our Andro- yeah. Android star. The only Android. Yeah, so Sarah joined us. Android star. <laughs> Sarah joined us at the end of April. We grew from... Three people last year to about twelve in like four days, yeah. <laughs> and Sarah was part of that batch. And uh, yeah, she like launched the original Android version. Since then, it's just been just slamming code. How did you? Slamming code. Yeah, how did you bring everyone on? Did you do any fun events? Because we're so Andreas and Lucas are moving from Vienna over here this week, and I still don't know what we're doing. But we're gonna do something. Yeah. Did you do any celebration or dinner or anything? You mean for the new hires? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Every time we have um, some critical mass of new people that have joined, we do something. Mm-hmm. So I remember the first batch, we actually had a masquerade party last year. Oh, I missed that. I Yeah, I saw the, the pictures. Yeah. I should have gone. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, rented out some random place and, and threw that party. And it, you know, it wasn't necessarily a launch party. Like I didn't want to call it that because we didn't know how the product would, you know, do. Mm-hmm. Um, when we originally planned it, so we're not like, oh, we're gonna, you know, do this launch party. We're like, let's just have this masquerade party and, and do it that way. Uh, ended up kind of being a launch party, which was good. Um, and then we actually, at one point, now I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but at one point we went, uh, took the team to Vegas. We spent mm-hmm. uh, two days off strip. And then two days on strip. So the two days off strip, we actually focused on building a like a project, and that was where Ping came out of. Oh, I didn't know this in Vegas. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we built it in basic basically two days. But you know how these things go. Mm-hmm. You build it, and then you spend like three weeks or like most of your time just the the last mile of whatever. Yep. Um, yeah, and I, I remember one of the new hires, their first day was actually at the airport going to Vegas. She all like met up with us there, and, and then it's a good way to start. Yeah. Why did you build Ping? Because I, I saw Ping. You And Ping, for those who don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Ping, is, um, Ping has a life of its own, a mind of its own. <laughs> it does have a life of its own. Um, <laughs> Ping's a super simple app that you, you install, and you select a few topics that you're interested in that we curated, and then it just, when it feels like it, sends you uh, silent notifications um, about that topic. So, for example, one is, um, you know, movies worth watching, and... Mm-hmm. and it, that's actually one that's not completely curated. It will um, look at Rotten Tomatoes and pick anything that has like above 70% or something like that and then send a ping to everyone. You also have Movies Worth Mocking. I'm looking at the app right now, which I didn't realize. I'm subscribing to that now. Yeah, that's a cool one. So <laughs> it's it's actually been... Ping's been really, really fun because um, it's, it's sort of a creative outlet for a couple employees at the company to just, mm-hmm. you know, they own a few of these channels and... 
they have you know a couple hundred thousand subscribers some of them and and they just use it as a you know an, an outlet to to try out jokes and yeah and like make fun of movies or or do the word of the day and and we have one employee um actually two mindy and kevin and they basically run the whole the whole product hmm. um and while it's certainly not a, a like a big focus of a of ours uh, we get a lot of um really nice emails from people that just they they say ping kind of brightens their day yeah um and it's it's been fun but it, it came about because i remember i was i was walking down the street and i was like you know like every so often i'll just go to rotten tomatoes because i want to see a movie and i realized like why like what makes me randomly think about going to rotten tomatoes and, mm-hmm. and figuring out what movies are playing like i just want this thing to just tell me when a movie is good and i want to know immediately um, and so I wanted to build this app that um, just told me when a movie yeah. was rated really well on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and then the team kind of took it and made it their own. And, and then Ping kind of took on this little personality and, and that's it's it. It's very, it was, when I first downloaded it, you intentionally made the description very mysterious and vague. And so I download this app and I'm like, so Secret released a new app. I have no idea what it is. It's called Ping. And I there's I think the onboarding was something like Touch Me or, yeah. or something. Yeah. It said Touch Me. And there's a dot and I touched it and <laughs> stuff happened. I was I was going through a weird phase at that time, I think. <laughs> where like You were touching it and yeah. stuff happened. Yeah. I was I remember they're like, What's the copy? And I'm like, Oh, we should just say like start here or something and I was like, No, it's just say touch me and people were like, That's ridiculous. Like that just sounds terrible. I'm like, trust me. <laughs> was, um, what was really cool about building that was you know the company grew so quickly in such a short period of time and secret the first version of secret had already been built by the time most of us had joined mm-hmm. and this was an opportunity for all of us to build something from scratch together and kind of figure out what each other's strengths and weaknesses were in mm-hmm. that context it was really good from a team building perspective yeah especially because a lot of people just kind of came on and just started trying to fit themselves and everything that we were doing, yeah. you know, already. And this was like a cool way to learn about everyone. Did I ever tell you how good I am with segues? If not, I'm going to show you. So ping, <laughs> like the thing we wanted was that, um, like you touch it and it just reacts, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't want an onboarding. We didn't want, so that's why it's like you come in, it says touch me, you tap it, and then it's like, oh, something happens. Mm-hmm. And at that time, you know, I was really obsessed with products that, didn't seem well designed because they didn't really have a great onboarding. You just kind of touch things and played around and, and, and there were hidden features along the way and you mm-hmm. got kind of the more deep you went, the more you, you discovered about it. And um, very much like Snapchat. I um, was just thinking about Snapchat when you were saying those words. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it's funny. When I looked at Snapchat over a year and a half, probably the first time it went two years ago, I was like, what is this? Like was this design, these colors and these things. And, you know, it was very traditionally kind of looking at it. And eventually over time I realized, wow, it's actually, it's just all about content mm-hmm. and, and, and it's just and simplicity. And, and, you know, I just realized that it actually was designed quite well, not for necessarily my demographic, but especially for younger people who are just, they're just very fast on, yeah. on yeah. their phones and just yeah. touch and move. I've said several times that like we, put our old world web desktop experiences into the phone and that's how we've traditionally built apps and Snapchat is, is born on the mobile generation for the mm-hmm. mobile generation. And they think of the product that way and I think it, it works. The next generation doesn't have this context that we yeah. do. I think one of the, one example that's very, 
interesting about Snapchat is they just released their new update and it includes what's the name of it? But basically Discover. the Q, Discover. Um, but I'm thinking of the, the smaller piece, the the QR code like feature. Oh yeah. And the way to to add someone is literally face to face, or if you share through a screenshot, uh, you basically scan their phone. And Snapchat understands that a lot of people are in person, they're at school, they're at work, and they're together, and that's how you interact, like face-to-face with your phone and with your mobile device. And not many other companies, most people are trying to connect people digitally, and they don't think about the, the re- in-real-life kind of experience. Yeah. I wonder how that how usage is on that. I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, it's, I think of it almost like the difference, if you look at, um, you know, paying with a credit card or paying with, like, Apple Pay, let's say, for example... Yeah. Right, like the most usable thing in the world is you just pull out your credit card, you swipe it, like mm-hmm. okay, that worked. You tell someone your username, go enter it, okay, that worked. Versus like, ah, let's do this thing where I pull out my phone and we 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 tap or we do the screen thing. Um, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm very curious to know like how, you know, people are using that and if they're using it. I don't know. Do you have you seen people Eric share the screenshots on Twitter though? The Very often, like the screenshots of their Snapchat. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have thing. seen that right. actually. Yeah, I think it's interesting behavior. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just the techie circle that's doing that, like me. <laughs> um, you just tweeted it. You were like, I tweeted it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's it's novel. It's and people right. grabs people's attention. But um, Snapchat has, I think, a leg up because, you know, their decision to open to the camera is a good one. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, I don't know. It feels different than opening up a QR. And like app and and then go yeah. oh scan and then you select the thing it's just like oh you see it in your Twitter stream you open your phone tap Snapchat and just point at it and, and the the reduction of those steps is actually I think really important. Mm-hmm. Um, well, know. I use Snapchat as my default camera oftentimes because That's, of that because it just opens straight to it. And also, I do like the filters. They're pretty simple. Swipe left, right. It makes that photo just a tiny bit more interesting. I like the text. I like moving it around. Yeah, I use it on my default camera too because I don't know if I want to post to Snapchat or not yet. And if I use my regular camera, then I've already made that decision. Yeah. So we'll save it for later. Yeah. yeah. How many times has it crossed your mind? You're like, how do I get this photo I just took into Snapchat? I, all the yeah. time. All the I'm time. like, I need another phone or something. Like <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, I carry two phones, so I sometimes oh, yeah. get away with that. But like, Oh yeah, little known fact about Sarah, she carries, she dual wields. Dual wield. I think I've yeah. seen you at a bar with two phones, yeah. if yes. I'm not mistaken. In each hand at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I, what can I say? Is it iOS and Android? Is that? Yeah, I've got yeah. a 6 Plus and a Galaxy S4. Wow. That's a lot of weight. You need a backpack for that. <laughs> you know, when I when I use the smaller phones now, the iPhone five or whatever, it seems t- it seems like a toy. Uh, yeah. Like, how do you even see anything on this thing? I know. I, I like the size of the six. It's perfect for me. But I haven't been able to get over how seamless that segue was. I know. Right? <laughs> it was so beautiful. Every time Until you've been you talking, yeah. <laughs> Every time I know, you've been I got, talking, I was going ruin things like that. <laughs> so I keep thinking you're about to segue into the next thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm being alert to it. I'm working on it. Yeah, you should just call him out on the segue. Yeah. Like, wait, that's a segue. <laughs> segue coming. I see it coming. Um, actually, so Snapchat did their big redesign. You did a big redesign. Segway. Yeah. <laughs> About two months ago. That's just too obvious. <laughs> it's just more fun when it's obvious. Um, but you did a, a giant redesign. Uh, what do you call it? Like version eleven? Well, or, we call it. I guess? We call it version three. three. And the reason. Okay called three, not that anyone cares, um, <laughs> is that uh, version one was the unreleased anonymous messaging product that we never launched, which was an anonymous uh, text or, or send an anonymous message to anyone over text or email. Mm. Um, and 
that was the original version of Secret, um, and then we pivoted to the, re- the version we released back um, a little over a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, which we call V2, and this is now V3. Yeah. Um, and it's been interesting. Yeah, so why did you, why did you redesign it? Because at its core, it's the same kind of general mechanic, but there's obviously some like there's some significant differences. Um, yeah, maybe you can describe them. So, so a couple of things happened. I think that most people um, may not know about Secret. So, while it felt, you know, it felt to us in the early days that that Secret was was growing really, really fast, especially in Silicon Valley and, and in New York, um, it 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 didn't even compare to what happened in other countries. Uh, when we we opened it up to basically every country on the App Store, um, with the exception of China, and um, at one point, you know, Brazil, Brazil absolutely blew up. Um, Mexico blew up. Uh, Sweden, Netherlands. I think we hit. And this is before the redesign. This is before the redesign. Yeah, yeah. there's a there's a point here. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> and uh, so we. You know, at that time, we actually I, I think we we hit number one on 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 the uh, iOS app store in, in seven countries, um, you know, n- none of which were, were the U.S. at the time. Uh, and so all this was happening, and as we were looking at all the posts and the product, we saw that, yeah, some had images and some mm-hmm. had like, the color backgrounds and that kind of cool thing that, that we all knew and felt here in, in, in Silicon Valley, but most were, were only white, mm-hmm. just text. People were just communicating. They were having conversations. They cared more about the comments. Um, it was just much more fluid and fast. Um, and we realized that the, de- the design of Secret, first of all, they were using it how we wanted people to use it as a communication platform, mm-hmm. not as a, a media platform, right? Um, and it's not Instagram with, with text over it. Mm-hmm. The images are just kind of a backdrop if you want to add that, that flavor, that creative expression. Mm-hmm. Um, and we realized as we, as we wanted to focus here um, especially in the U.S., and, and if we really wanted the product to be a communication platform, uh, we need to make it scannable and mm-hmm. fast and easy to read. Um, and so we went with, you know, design that is, um, you know, very similar to Twitter. Um, you know, we've been called out for being very similar to Yik Yak. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that that, that feed... Um, just makes it much easier to read, much easier we to parse. We can read, I mean, what, five or six, I guess, secrets are displayed versus just one at a time. That's right. And, and this state for us, to be honest, is, I mean, it's been, it's been great. People are using it just as, just as we like. We just recently um, blew up in, in Indonesia, and, and I think in Indonesia there's, there's like you know, 20 posts a second or something. Or, sorry, mm-hmm. 20 comments a second, um, like five posts a second. So they're using it very much as we intended hmm. um, and it's but it's a uh, it's it's a point where we're passing through right the next version will actually look even even more different than it yeah. currently does um, because we you know we learned that this was a great direction but you know now we want to innovate on top of this new this new look so what what is it gonna look like after this what's what's v4 look like uh, it'll still be v3 it'll just be like a you know 3.1 kind of yeah. thing yeah um, you know, I think there will be more, a little bit more emphasis on, on um, allowing people to have that creative freedom a bit, and also to, um, you know, right now we use photos, but they're not very, uh, they're not, they're not, 
they're not front and center. Yeah. Product most people don't even know. They don't post. Most of them now don't have photos. Yeah. Um, Now that they're de-emphasized. Yeah. And you know, there's always, you know, when you're building a product, there's always these questions you ask yourself. You're like, well, are people not using this feature because uh, they don't like it? Or are they not using it because you haven't drawn them to it? You're not pushing them toward it? Or is it because they just don't think that it's going to get any engagement? Like there's always like 18 different ways to think about these things. Yeah. Um, I had... I mean, we have those questions here, but at Playhaven, the previous startup was that we had a lot of those questions. We were debating, is this feature not used because it's not well-defined and, and not understandable? Mm-hmm. We just do, is it just not, not usable? Um, or do they simply not want it? <laughs> yep. This one's hard, hard yep. to know. So, yeah, I think product design is, is largely, I mean, there's so many psychological elements um, that come into play just day-to-day when you have conversations even with, you know, your team. You're like, hey, you know, we should do this, this feature, and... And you're trying to answer why and you have to like put yourself in the shoes of the user and then figure out not only like what they see but what they feel after they do that thing um, mm-hmm. and then yeah, there's always yeah it's it's pretty complex um, but yeah I think we're gonna we're gonna play around with that uh, you know I don't obviously I don't want to kind of give away too much but um, we're just evolving constantly mm-hmm. and moving fast and um, there's a lot of cool things we want to do I love a new branding Thank the you. Fox I love is, the fox. It's fun. It's happy. You know, I actually liked your, your branding before, but like it also was very dark and um, a little yeah. bit. See, I mean, very secretive, obviously. Um, yeah, this is just more playful. It's weird. It's like I remember sitting in this room with in the room with Chris a long time ago, and we're looking at the old fox, black and white. Like we gotta be, you know, black and white to keep it. Um, we, we always wanted the images to be front and center. The color mm, would come yeah. from the images, not from the product. And we didn't want to take away from that. Mm-hmm. And at that time, you know, neither of us were illustrators, of course. And so we outsourced that. And uh, we got that fox. And we tweaked it a little bit. Um, but I, it was always hard for me because, like, I didn't feel too attached to it. Um, I don't think Chris did either. And whenever we'd get feedback from people, you know, you ask someone, like, you know, how do you like it? Or you, you don't ask them and you just see if they're going to say anything. Like, for example, you just yeah. said you like the fox. That just yeah. never happened before. And yeah. so, it, you know, it's not that people loved it. It's not that people hated it. It's just that they were indifferent, mm-hmm. right? And, and so we're like, that's not good enough. Like, you've got to be one or the other. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> Hate me or love me. Yeah. You, you're you're going to be Airbnb, Airbnb or are you going to be like, no, I love their logo. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I think when we saw this fox after just a few iterations, we're like, all right, that guy's cool. Yeah. This, you know, yeah. It, it makes you want to, like the old fox, you didn't, like, you didn't want to pet him, but this guy, like, you actually, <laughs> like, want Chill, wanna... chill, bro. He's chill. He needs to start his own game. That's what he needs to do. Like, his adventure game. Next side, pro- next side project in Vegas. Yes. Uh, that's right. Yes. We should do a side project in Vegas, man. <laughs> Why are you taking us to Vegas? Vegas you know, is a great place for side projects. Is it? Really? Yeah. You don't get distracted? I don't know. Well, we were off the strip. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I'm biased. I'm a big fan of Vegas in general. Yeah. Maybe we will do a Vegas trip. I don't know. We haven't done a team trip yet. It gets expensive, though. We better do yeah. it soon before we start bringing more people on board. Did you go to CES? Uh, no, we did not. Decided to skip it. Yeah, Good. we're going to South by Southwest, so at least Eric and I are. Yeah. Are you going? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll be there. Nice. Do some cool things. I'm sure you're going to do some events, something around. Um, working on it. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Have so, you guys done? Sorry, go ahead. Have you guys like offline community stuff or? Um. Or you don't need to. Or, how do you like how like, meetups or, or? Yeah, I mean, we, so we certainly have. Oh man. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I was thinking about a story too that's making uh, me want to cringe. Uh, <laughs> tell the story. Okay, well, you tell I, it. I, I my remember. mom. Well, before you get into that, my mom messaged me over the weekend. I was in I was in Waterloo over the weekend, and, and she messaged me with a link to a CNN Money article entitled "Sex, Drugs, and Silicon Valley." <laughs> oh, I saw that video. Yeah. In the video, someone says, "Oh, I find all these these swingers parties on secret." And oh, so my no. mom sent it to me being like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so that's the offline community. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I should that. be using secret more often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I yeah. watched that video. Um, not the full video, but like the promo. And I was like, this is just, it's interesting. Um, interesting subculture, but the drama is just too much with the, the yeah. effects and the music and the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they play that up. Yeah. The... Um, yeah, so no, I went, I went to... Uh, I think we, we hosted one or a couple early days, Chris and I, and that was cool. I went to one of your first ones, like two or three days after you launched at uh, Victory Hall. That yes, was really small that's, thing. that's one that we did. That's yeah. right. Um, in the back room. Mm-hmm. Like, do I know if anyone's going to show up? <laughs> um, one of our, um, someone who used to work for us, SJ, she, I don't know, she found one on there. She's like, oh, these people are going to this bar on the mission. And I said, okay, I guess I'll go. If you go, you know, we'll, we'll go. And me, Lily, one of our community um managers who's awesome um we all went and there were some people there and like it's a bring a mask right so i just Mm. like kind of put my sunglasses on and called it called it a day um and so i went there and some people wearing masks and that was cool and people are talking asking questions and it i'm like this is actually pretty low-key like that's fine and then a pack of i don't know four five People walk in wearing full-on, like, uh, someone had a wolf mask and these other, like, crazy, like, monster mask things and came in and, like, it was, you know, everyone here for the secret party. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. By the way, my move, this is a good move. Ever in a situation, I used to do this Chris all the time, he'd be out, and I'm like, Chris, I got to go to the bathroom. And he's like, all right, just don't come back. (laughs) Gone. And then you invariably get a text two hours later. He's like, where'd you go? I'm like, dude, I left two hours ago. I'm at home yeah. in bed. So uh, this may not be politically correct, and I'm just going to preface it that. I have some friends um, that they call it G-fading. And uh, anyway. I'm not gonna there are other phrases. There are other phrases. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about. I've done about that G- many times. G-fade is one of them. Yeah. Is that, what I, is that that? Yeah, that's what you did. No, actually, the bathroom... The fact that you bath- said the bathroom means that it wasn't a G-fade. Oh, I see. But he still left. I yeah. think that's a G-fade. Yeah. Maybe. I've never heard of G-fade. I think I did that... Well, the G stands for something. Remember that one night... Oh, yeah, I think Ryan was there. I was at uh, Public Works. Like, I don't go out that much. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you right. came back from the uh, the Harry Potter thing. Yes. I don't know what he's talking... I don't know what Harry I don't, Potter I don't know talking what he's about. talking about either. Yeah. But the Harry Potter thing. There things. was a Harry Potter thing. Someone was dressed as... Sounds about oh, I was dressed as Harry Potter fan. That was that was Halloween. Yeah, I was in a Harry Potter that. costume. I was in like a Ravenclaw costume or something. Yeah, yeah. you you look good. No, I we took a we took a, the whole team down to one of our employees, um, Dave Wilner's house down in Palo Alto. He does a annual Halloween party in the theme of of Harry Potter, <laughs> not because he's obsessed with it, but because. He's definitely obsessed with it. <laughs> and, it um, was outrageous. Like, yeah. every detail, the entire house looked like you stepped into Hogwarts oh, Castle. It was just yeah. crazy. Yeah. I know our Halloween plans. Yeah. We're going to do some fun yeah. for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I was surprised to see you and then surprised to see what you were wearing, too. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that night was pretty blurry. Yeah. 
good name. So you mentioned, I have to ask, so Chris recently left Secret. Chris was your co-founder. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious how much you can tell about that. Like what, you wrote a blog post about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what can you say? Um, so Chris certainly is a talented, talented guy. Um, I, you know, wouldn't have started the company with him if I didn't, didn't believe that. And, and in the early days, we had a lot of fun. It, we had everything we needed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was building the back end and, and kind of... Uh, it was just you two in the very beginning, right? Just two of us, yeah, yeah. until we launched. Um, and Chris is very creative. Um, you know, and I think, I think, you know, and you can kind of th- read this as you will. Um, you know, as a startup grows, uh, I think complexity grows exponentially. Right, mm-hmm. as you start to, you know, build out new departments and you can do new things and hire a bunch of people and then communication. I mean, obviously, communication becomes n squared um, because you know you don't know who knows what. And mm-hmm. I think you know a lot of people do really well in that environment. And Chris, I believe, is you know, given his talents and and what he likes to do, um, is certainly much more of a solo artist. Right, mm-hmm. I think he he's really really good when he's 100% focused on um, doing the thing end to end. And I just think that's, that's his passion. And, and so we decided that, um, you know, now would be a good time for him to, to just go and chill and do music or do, uh, you know, whatever he wants. Um, while we kind of now focus on growth, mm-hmm. uh, we focus on um, a new design um, Chris was very heavily involved in, in the last redesign. I mean, uh, I remember him and I just one night, um, and Safir, our iOS guy, go, you know, we should just we should just redo this and yeah. and make it make it faster to scan it. And and that night, we kind of, you know, we kind of decided what we we're gonna do, and we built it. All of us built it a couple of months later, um, and then, you know, now I think our designer Ben has has really stepped up as our principal designer and and he's he's amazing and fantastic and i think you know chris made a choice to like just step back and and let him uh uh, kind of take the reins so so you know i think it's as good of a uh a breakup if you will as as any i mean Mm -hmm. it's amicable um so he's in vegas doing a side side products in vegas is that is that what he's at vegas yeah vegas is where you go i'm going off site by myself (laughs) uh yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I'm curious to see what Chris does. Yeah, it, yeah, you know, it, certainly. I think it's this industry is. I mean, this especially Silicon Valley is so so small, and you know, you gotta you you gotta be amicable, and you gotta you know just just I don't know. You you gotta do all the right things and not mm-hmm. burn any bridges anywhere, mm-hmm. right? Because you never know, and you also never know. Like you know, you you meet someone randomly, and and next thing you know, like they're you know, they're green lighting the you know the uh, uh, funding for your next round. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it's just it's it's crazy. Everyone's super connected. It it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy on such a meta level that so our you just mentioned that the first podcast episode you listened to was Startup Bill Jackson. Mm-hmm. That everyone has to be so amicable all the time mm-hmm. that there's almost a need for someone to actually just say what they really think and not yeah. worry about the repercussions of it, hence Startup Jackson. But how is that been? secret too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, and how have you personally thought about as you guys have grown in scale and there's been such a laser on on you personally and, and the team, how you've had to change how 
or have you had to change what you know watch what you say or, you know Ryan thinks about it? well Sam Biddle gave me this uh, <laughs> gave me this advice a long time ago uh, which I think most P- PR people will and uh, and he said you know basically when there's a crisis when there's something going on or something brewing like you know, in Sam Biddle, his words, not mine, he says, don't fucking say anything. <laughs> don't talk, right? Um, and that's unfortunate, right? Like, you, you gotta, like, you know, you gotta watch everything you say because, uh, you know, you don't know who's gonna take it wrong or, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, all that. And so that's actually part of what I love about Secret is that all that goes away. Um, there's still responsibility you need, you, you should have. Um, you shouldn't, you know, hurt anyone. You shouldn't, you know, you know, just yeah. You shouldn't have that intent, um, but I think it's really important to be able to say what you want. And I think increasingly, especially me for Twitter, it's like you know, you go and you write something, and you're like, you're crafting your message. You're trying to figure. I've done that many times. Yeah, sometimes. And, yeah. yeah. And that that may be a good thing. I mean, we live in a society after all. But um, I think I don't know. There's just there's a lot of uh, freedom in being able to say you know say what you want. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, Yeah, I think it's been pretty freeing since Secret, and I also have a private Twitter account where I all my real thoughts go. Yeah, which I still do not have access to. Yeah, yeah, I know. Is Is it who follows you? Is it friends that you know? Uh, Yeah, just just some close friends. Oh, really? It's like less than less than thirty people. Interesting. Is it private? It is private. Yeah, it's protected account. Yeah, and every so often she'll tweet from like the wrong account. Oh, that happens. But it'll be something that's like a reply to something, and she'll be like, "Nope," Mm. and you're like. Who are you talking to? <laughs> like, you know what's kind of a fun game that, that I should play more of is just tweet things out and then delete them like 30 seconds later so people start seeing in their feed that are like paying attention. Where, where did that go? And just play games with people. That's the one thing I noticed is um, I've certainly posted and then deleted and then someone later will follow up and be, you know, literally 30 seconds later or 10 seconds later and like, you know, some journalist or whatever will, will go like, what was that? And you're like, yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, a lot of people, especially journalists, use TweetDeck, which yeah. has some caching, and so That's right. even though you delete it immediately, it's around for a little bit longer. I SMS follow you. Oh, yeah. So that shit stays forever. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you do? Yeah, Sarah. Wait, you so, SMS follow so people on Twitter? I, I, I... Who are you? <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I worked at Twitter, and um, I have never turned off SMS from, from those days, so... Really? Yeah. There's three people who are like so fast on the draw. Actually, Ryan, you're pretty fast sometimes. Uh, I'm, like, I'm all tabbing all the time. Yeah, to, <laughs> to man tabbing. To, to like favorite some nonsense that I wrote. Or it's you and Hunter and yeah. Sarah and Dustin sometimes. Those are the, those are the four. first to fave. There should be that's yeah. A, that's a metric. <laughs> like first to fave. In the Wild Wild West, it was like first to draw. Yeah, yeah. that's right. We are so nerdy. Look how far we've come. I know, I know. It's a lot safer. Yeah, absolutely. No one can get hurt. Yeah. (laughs) Are there any cool apps that you found recently that you've been playing with? Out of curiosity. I do this thing every Thursday where I go and I literally, (laughs) I go to the game section of the app store and I download just about every game on there and I play it once. Really? Like once. I was not aware. There's a couple that I'll play. I'll play in like an Uber or something. This psych game. I don't know. And that's about it. Do you do it for fun or is this for research? Because I okay. I used to be. In, I love video games. I mean, I, one day I want to do another another game. But um, I don't know. I just like that that getting new games mm-hmm. thing. You know, it's funny. The only games that I download from the app store are old games. 
hmm. like reboots of old RPGs. Yeah, but how do you? Who's, who's thinking nobody got time for that? Plain. <laughs> like, you have nothing else oh, yeah. to do. <laughs> like I, I saw the other day, it's like Final Fantasy whatever remake, and I'm like, yeah. what? No, I can't start that. <laughs> you know, this I, one. This one actually, uh, Sarah, like she'll leave. Some usually she's work, she works pretty late, um, but if she ever goes home at like eight, I'm like. Sarah, you're going to play Dragon Age, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> like, yep. no. Or like, it's, it's, yep. <laughs> going, it's, it's, it's about time to go home and play Dragon Age. Yeah, before that it was WoW. Yeah. Oh, you were WoW. I have a long history, history. with World of Warcraft. Did you? Do you still have your character? Do you sell them? I have all of them. I've never them. sold anything. Wow. It's been. I celebrated my 10-year WoW anniversary wow. last year. With, <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, Gamespot did a little bit on my. History. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> of the lore. Have you My ever larked? Dude, nope. why do we bring this That's up? Tell him. Why are we bring- not me? I remember there was some conversation about you- larping on Twitter last week. You asked me, are there things that we should talk about? <laughs> you LARPing. didn't say larping. Okay, what's the larping? Because okay, honestly, I want to larp once. You- yeah. See? I don't want to go. I'm down. No, but that your your just so you know your friends will never let you let it live it down. I don't like, care. Okay, you say I'll that wear now. A mask. You say that now. I did it. I did it 14 years ago. <laughs> and there, we still are, don't. are there videos or there pictures? No, th- there's one I really want to dig up, but no, I mean, um, fortunately not. Um, I remember I, I worked in a comic shop. It's where I learned how to like. Re- yeah, it gets better. Um, <laughs> I worked at a comic shop and, and, you know, this is full on like Magic Gathering, Warhammer 40k, all this kind of stuff. And I was doing the, this guy's website um, at the time. And um, this guy walks in and he's, he starts talking to me and he's like, hey, I do this event. I had no idea. LARPing, like I didn't even know what it was. He would do this event. You come out. It's like D&D, but you do it out like in the fields and you oh, out, play out these things. And I'm like, that sounds cool. So I'm like, but I ain't got anything. I'm not going to build anything. Like, no, I got you covered. So I go to the store and I buy a, a, a night costume, you know, one of those fake plastic ones yes. that like you get at Target for like six bucks. And I show up and he has me this giant foam sword and this like, this giant shield that was cut out of like a giant, a large plastic uh, trash can, right? So it's like this thing on my arm, like full on thing. It all went downhill from there. That's I, awesome. Like uh, it was basically camping all night, and and I remember when oh, I it was an all nighter. Yeah, it was all nighter, wow. and I remember when I first got there, I like I don't know what to do, so I just started walking down a path by myself, like out from this path. I'm like, when did the monsters come out? But like, it wasn't like I just was I was just walking down this path where like no one was out there. Like I'm like okay, I guess I'm not doing this right. But I knew it was I knew I knew I would never live it down. When I like woke up in the middle of the night and we had tents, mm-hmm. and I like look outside my tent. And you know those, what are those, um, the, there's like, it's like a, a sphere with a light inside, kind of like made out of paper, like you see them at various parties, like the little light balls, you know. That they like, juggle around? Those no, 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 or? it's just like a lamp that would be hanging that has like tissues wrapped oh, in tissue Oh, yeah, paper, yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay. yeah. Anyway, like Japan, so I see I this dude out, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I see this dude out, yeah, exactly, seem like, yeah. exactly. Um, and I see this dude out there hold, walking around with these two fishing rods in his hands with these, these <laughs> sphere lit up balls like hanging from this line, fishing line. And he's like, they're will-o'-wisps. And I'm like, what? What is that? What is this? <laughs> like he's walking around with these will-o'-wisps. Walking. Anyway, I'm like, okay, this is much. This is a bit much. Dude. <laughs> there's, um, a, there's a really good documentary on Netflix about LARPing. I forgot the name of it, but if you search LARPing on Netflix... 
It's fantastic. No, everyone should go to YouTube right now and just search Lightning Bolt, Lightning Bolt. Sounds good, yes. That is basically Hold on. it. We gotta play it. <laughs> I think the audio is good enough. Uh, it's that ridiculous. Now, you go up and you hit someone with your sword and you announce how many points of damage they took. <laughs> what the? What? And then, it, man, I'm sorry for all the, like... People. No, this is good. This is good content yeah. here. This is, uh, here's the lightning bolt. Let me see, uh... Oh, oh yeah, I have seen this. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is taking place... <laughs> now, mind you, he's, he's, he's throwing foam darts. Oh, that's great. Nerf darts. At <laughs> this guy. That looks so fun. It, it's fun until you realize, like, and you know what's fun? Like, get out, like, playing paintball is fun because you're actually, like, running around. It's a little like, more manly feeling, yeah. kind of. Like this, you're, like, still. you're carrying your hit points, like, on your waistband using, like, like a, like a bobby pin. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's just... Well, you have to do a lot of math to be good at LARPing, right? I, I guess, well, you're just subtracting numbers. I think, but, but pretty fast. Like, lightning bolt could be three hit points. So you like, three yeah. plus three. Like, like, I'm going to go LARPing, and his yeah. biggest concern is, nine. how am I going to do all of this math? Stop throwing this. <laughs> Hold on. I Hold think on, I'm at negative 27 points of damage. Yeah. Well, I'm down to go LARPing at some point. Yeah, so. well, don't. I'm not going. Yeah, uh, you can count me out, count for, me out. for the LARPing, but... But if Take anyone video. out there wants to go LARPing, Take video. Well. That's yeah. the only question. Yeah, see, request. this, in my, in my time, this is, again, this is, I was 18 years old. Um, so, so you were a full-grown adult, technically. <laughs> you could have served been. in the army. Yeah. <laughs> when I said 14 years ago, people were like, ah, he's 12. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you said 18, nope. you seemed kind of older. I'm um, 32. It was, but it was half my life ago. Yeah. Still haven't lived it down. We don't let him I'm not doing math down. right. 18 plus 18 is 36. I'm not 36. See, this math is hard. You're right. <laughs> I told right. you. That's why math is um, difficult. The one, of, one of David's great qualities is that he lets us make fun of him all the time. Perfect. Well, I, I just figure when... Oh, man. I, I don't know. When, when you have no flaws, like, you gotta just, like, <laughs> let them... No, I'm joking. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah. His humility is the biggest, the biggest thing we make fun of. Yeah. Him. Let, me, let me ask one quick thing. Yeah. yeah. Um... Terrible. I don't know how to segue this. Basically, so we were talking about all the positive parts of, of Secret in the sense that people can really say what they really think. I think that's an immense service that needs to exist. Uh, and kind of, how do you guys think about the other side of that as you, you, know, you build your community and as it's, as it's scaled yep. and as it continues to scale, how do you minimize kind of the, the difficult parts of anonymity is that there's no accountability yep. and that there are haters and trolls and yeah, bullies. So and what do you it's, think? Well, it's... it's, it's it's tricky. It's really hard. It's really I think, hard. I think there's a, you know, you gotta, you know, you know, there's no one silver bullet for these kinds of things. You have to build in systems and layers, and even then it's not perfect, right? So one is, we hired uh, two people, one from Instagram, the other one from Facebook. Uh, Dave Wilner from Facebook, he ran um, content policy there for a long time. Um, big, big thinker on this stuff. And uh, the other one, Miguel, who ran a lot of the operations in moderation for Instagram and, and Facebook. And so, um, you know, these are the experts. And so on the moderation mm -hmm. side, uh, you know, we have, a, we have some offshore moderation um, looking at a lot of this post, trying to, trying to figure out what they mean. Um, but even then, you, don't, and you do not want to be in the business of moderating everything um, unless, you know, users flagged it or you detected some way that, mm -hmm. like, okay, this is probably not good. Um, you know, and then images as a whole other beast. And 
then there's of course giving the community the power to to self to self moderate right um, you know on our platform we only have hearts as kind of a signal that's this is good mm-hmm. um, and so we're always exploring ways about well how do we detect when things are bad right so when in a world of upvote what is the negative signal right um, you know and so it, it's kind of like well I won't do my comedian analogy but um, and and so the other the other side of it is um, it's community moderation and you know and then also in the product like setting the tone for what it is right yeah that's why one of the reasons why I like the branding it feels more playful more lighthearted yeah more friendly that's right yeah. I, I, and it certainly has helped um, I think content has gotten better there are there are trolls and but what's funny is that the, the trolls kind of turn into to memes um, it, it and it's amazing on our product especially in San Francisco to see these weird memes pop up I remember um, at one point um, Something about uh, there's this there's this meme go- it's still going on where someone said like nice try marketing intern in the comments because someone was like promoting a some other app on, on secret and someone's like nice try marketing intern and then it got picked up and like everyone now is like you know nice try like now no, I'm just gonna fall flat because I can't think of any good examples but um, something related to yeah, the post yeah nice fill in the blank yeah. like whatever intern, intern right. Oh, it's really it, funny. Yeah, it, someone like posts like, "I'm the CEO of Secret," and someone's like, "Nice try, in, uh, Secret intern." <laughs> yeah, Secret marketing intern. Yeah, so, so, it's stuff like that. So it's it's just funny because you know, or like the your mom thing. So people just respond yeah. like your mom, and that, or like just mom question mark, and, and <laughs> that like turns into you know something people do. It's pretty cool that in the healthy um, the healthy areas where there's a lot of people and they're all using the product a lot, there's a lot of self policing that goes on, which. Uh, is cool too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's it's um, you know I think also of course there's rules you said like we have no names policy yep. for a long time we didn't do that because uh, although you have to draw the line against public figures or not public figures and then where do you draw that line mm-hmm. very very complex stuff and it just requires a lot of work and and you don't always get it right right I think you know we got called out um, several months ago for for one post that that got through that was about some imaginary person because it used their name and. You know, and that was that was um, that happens. You have mm-hmm. false positives and you have false negatives, and and um, and I think that you know when you see all the good and, and you see all the positive, you, this just it just shows that this this is a hard problem to solve, right? And and if anything, I think you know this industry is good at solving hard problems. Yeah. Um, well, I, I was opening up secret while we were talking, and oh shit. <laughs> well, no, one of the, the first, the top ones here was, was um, so I'll just read it. Five years of solid depression seems to have snapped and did lift it in the last 48 hours. No crazy euphoria, euphoria, just a realization that it doesn't have to be that way. I hope it lasts. And so it's really cool to see these types of messages, uh, hopefully they're true, being shared on here. And then seeing more of the conversation and kind of support um, within the comments itself. Yeah, yeah I, I, I completely agree. And... You know, I think this this is also really applicable not just to your nearby location, but also a lot of people don't know that we're we have a fairly big presence in in um, some companies um, like Google, Facebook, and Twitter, mm-hmm. where they have their own private secret, yep, their own private space. And um, while you know we don't have access to the content, um, we hear from obviously ex- uh, friends of friends. Um, that it's really interesting and fun because everyone's going through a shared experience. And so mm-hmm. when the company does something that people don't understand, they can ask a question and have a debate or a conversation about it um, because there's that forum, yeah. right? And I think um, that's really good, like having that kind of that forum, that transparency in a company 
Um, and I think a lot of people may disagree, especially executives at companies and whatnot, that, oh, shit, like, I don't want this anonymous thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, if you can embrace it and we can build the right tools, um, it, can be, it can be really, really interesting mm-hmm. and transformative. Um, and so I think in, in that vein, um, we're still just getting started in, in that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really curious to see the next release. And um, it's you're going through a lot of challenges with, with some PR and, and some haters, of course. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it's interesting to see how this is all going to play out. Because what's interesting about Secret and other anonymous platforms in part is that the, the content itself is what speaks for itself. So there's no name attached to it. Um, whereas, you know, today... When someone tweets out something, it gets more attention because of the name behind it, or it gets a different kind of context because of the name behind it. Yeah, one so. of the things we like to say a lot is that what is said is more important than who said it. Right. And this is a this is the ultimate equalizer. Right. Democratizes the content. Yeah, yeah. I think you do need both sides. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's important, um, you know, and I think this maximizes ideas kind of spreading on their own merit, and mm-hmm. and you know. Yeah, it, it's funny, like, some people that are the most quiet and introverted are also the most interesting and, mm-hmm, yeah. and funny. Um, yeah. And if you can create a platform, right, where anyone can come in and, and have the same shot at, at being relevant mm-hmm. or interesting, um, is awesome. Because yeah. on Twitter, it's a lot of work. I remember when I started Bill Jackson, I mean, but it's funny, I remember Product Hunt... And Secret were kind of getting started around the, the same time. Yeah, it was. And, um, and I remember, uh, and then Startup L. Jackson kind of showed up. I, maybe it was before that, I, I could, but I just feel like it, it around that time, right? Yeah. And it took, you know, he, you know it's, it's content, but it took work to yeah. build mm-hmm. his audience, right? And he's good, <clears throat> and the content is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's that, like, you know, there's a lot of effort that goes into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, I like the, the idea that anyone can, can come to Secret and post something that resonates with people mm-hmm. very quickly. And then the next post you make is like a reset. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I talked with John and Sam Shahidi of Shots, and they have some similar, different contexts, but similar feelings in that on Shots, you, you don't display the number of people that are following you. Like there's this, this kind of equalizer and that it's, it's intended to be a place where anyone, whether you're a little kid or an adult with millions or, or Justin Bieber, uh, <laughs> can share content and not feel judged and not feel less than because you don't have as many like followers. <laughs> we talk about that a lot, you know, like yeah. what, and, and, and even when I think about Twitter, what it would have been like if, you know, only you could see your follower count, for example. Yeah, I, I thought about that too. Like the dynamics a lot. Whether you realize it or not, a lot of people do interact and judge and respond to people differently based on the number of followers they have. Oh, and, and I, I guarantee it. Totally, like, you know... You look at someone... I look at someone, I look to see how many followers they have to see maybe how active their account is, are they legitimately the person. Mm-hmm. And in a similar vein, I feel like people meet me and they're like, you have so many followers on Twitter, you must be really important. And I'm like, well, I just... Well, I have. been on the platform <laughs> yeah. for a long time. So <laughs> yeah, I've accumulated thing. followers. Yeah, yeah feels like it must have been different like in terms of the curve of getting followers years ago versus now or mm-hmm. like what it does like what it takes I don't know it's, I don't know um, but imagine if that wasn't a thing you know mm-hmm. it was yeah I'm sure when someone like messages you, you like I'm sure you know, people will, will like go and look to see like okay 
is this person worth messaging back yeah. or not? You gotta like break that. Mm-hmm. I sometimes right. look at that when I'm when I'm faving a reply from someone that I don't know. Like, are you an important person? Should yeah. I fave your reply? Yeah. <laughs> I just fave. I fave most I, things. Fave is a fave is like basically a read receipt for me now. Yeah, it's a fist bump. Yeah. Yeah. Those faves. I read your response. Yeah. I didn't have anything to say about it, but I read yeah. it. Exactly. Cool. Well, anything to mention? Any any uh, things you want to tease? Other than the, there is more coming. Mm. There is more coming. There is more coming. What do you say to your secret's biggest critic or hater? Um, don't you remember Sam Biddle said, don't say <laughs> that's, that's amazing you should have just deadpanned it yeah. and it worked for like 30 seconds and just be staring at you he's like oh, what's David that's awesome that's the truth <laughs> cool. I can say anything awesome well thanks for coming on thank you for coming alright alright see ya thank you.